there, hi there, ho there. I'm Anne. And I'm London. And this is Entertainment Mania, where we can do this all day. So today, everyone, we are going to be talking about, you probably didn't guess it, but we're talking about Rogers the Musical, which is the brainchild of the t- Marvel TV show Hawkeye. Like, it just kind of happened because of that show. And um, we, Anna and I went to Disneyland recently and we got to actually see it live. And it was actually incredible. It so we're going to talk about it. It was Yeah, like, it was great. So good. Um, obviously, spoilers for the musical, which you can find online, but they likely won't be bringing back to the parks. Um, but spoilers for the musical, as well as uh, definitely spoilers for the MCU all the way through Endgame. So if you haven't seen any of the Captain America stuff through Endgame, You've been warned. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have been warned. Truly. Truly warned. Okay. Where should we start? Hmm. Well, I'd say the beginning, but I don't know if and I And when we get remember. to the end, we gotta we stop, stop. You know? There That's we go. <laughs> yeah, correct. Um, well, it for starters, getting to see a show of this sort at Disneyland is just always really interesting because you're you're at Disneyland and you're 90% of the time you're there for roller coasters and food and you're pausing in your incredibly hot day to go sit inside where it's very well air conditioned and you get to watch some air- entertainment while you're there uh-huh. um i think let's see we got some pretty good seats considering how many people were in that room? Yeah, especially when we like when we got in there, there was a lot. Yeah, yeah so we were um, behind orchestra, which I think is that technically the mezzanine. Yes, we were. Um, yeah, they we didn't, weren't balcony. Did they have we any were, balcony? Yeah, they did. They, they did have balcony. Yeah. Um, we weren't balcony. We were mezzanine behind the orchestra, pretty much towards the middle, um, pretty close to the middle. And yeah, our mm-hmm. seats were were quite good all things considered um the show was awesome so you walk in and they're playing like music um from um like world war ii era Mm -hmm. kind of stuff uh which is fun so they're already setting the mood and then they start the show and it's this um it starts off with this idea that it's a a radio show um, mm-hmm. and they're playing it over the radio and then you get into it and uh, obviously it's a full-blown musical and um, Nick Fury sings and uh, <laughs> which is an ongoing joke in the yeah, show. Yeah, they make it like um, very a very big part of the show. It's like, by the way, he's singing in this. Like, And he's incredible. The part that oh, they man. wrote for Nick Fury and the actor who played him was awesome. Mm-hmm. like the actors up on stage were just it was awesome it was so it was so cool it felt like we were watching like the fast forward of a musical like almost like you could take this and make it a stage musical yeah almost um like a it full just blown... needs to be a little bit longer because it was like 35 40 minutes total yeah it was about it was about 30 35 minutes yeah but I mean, you add if you added more dialogue, lengthened out some of the songs, you really would have like a full blown musical. And mm-hmm. to be honest, if they brought something like that to Broadway, I would absolutely go see it because I know it you was, 
It was so entertaining. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm sad. I'm sad that Disney has confirmed that they're not bringing it back. Um, because it actually surprised me how entertained I was by it. I thought it was yeah. going to be, I thought it was going to be cheesier than it was and weirder than it was, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, like it was already a zany idea. Yeah. It was already going to be weird. And, and then it had this incredible amount of heart and such a wide variety of talent on stage. Like, that that's one of the things that I forget about the Disney parks is, like, they have a lot of incredibly talented people just playing, like, like, um, like, the difference between playing at the Hyperion Theater and playing on Broadway is, on Broadway, people know you for your name and then for the character that you're playing. And at the Hyperion Theater, they really only know you for the character you're playing. Mm-hmm. And they don't really know your name. Like I have no idea who was playing who up on that stage, but they were, they were knocking it out of the park. They did a wonderful job. Every last one of them, whatever their names are. Yeah. Talent. That talent on stage was so, so good. A plus. It was awesome. Um, When it comes to the actual show itself, I felt like the timing of it was great um i was very i was very entertained throughout like the whole show um yeah there was never a moment where i was bored um which isn't too hard to do when the show show was only 35 minutes long um but still i was surprised like i didn't it was very relaxing inside that theater getting to sit (laughs) down in the air conditioning and i didn't want to fall asleep i just wanted to watch the show (laughs) yeah and we just had a little bit of food but not enough to like fall into a post-lunch coma uh-huh so it was like you're comfy you you're air conditioned um you're not in the sun anymore and you get to listen to music that i gotta say okay the only complaint i had was that it was playing at like 11 out of 5 decibels it was was, so loud it was so so loud and i think i understand why they do that Mm -hmm. um Two reasons. One, they want everybody to be able to hear and understand what's going on. I've mm-hmm. seen enough stage shows to know that there are moments where you can't fully hear what's happening, especially when you have, um, especially when you have like kids in the theater that are making noise. I also think that they play it that loud to prevent fee- people from talking throughout the show. <laughs> when, <laughs> when it's that I can't loud, if Rhiannon said that or you said that initially. <laughs> I don't know. It it might have been you. I oh man. Like we talked you, about this. It was so loud you could not lean over and talk to your neighbor without yelling to them. And I um in a way appreciate that because then there weren't like people around us talking. But <laughs> or me also... leaning over to you to point <laughs> things out. You definitely leaned over to me and said something to me and I did not understand it, but I still nodded my head like I did because I knew we weren't going to be able to I understand each no other. I have no idea here. what I said. Exactly. No idea. No idea. <laughs> but yeah, it was really, really loud in there. But again, I did appreciate that we could understand everything mm-hmm. that was being said and sung because of how loud it was. It it was very, very loud, though. Yes. If you have a headache and you're like, hmm, I want to get out of the sun and go watch something, maybe don't go watch Rogers the Musical just because it'll make the headache worse. 
Don't but <laughs> not that it's still playing. Um, has it finished its run yet? Or yeah, I, think um, I believe its last date was um, August thirty first of this year. Okay, so August thirty first of twenty twenty three, um, and. Again, to my knowledge, they have confirmed that it's not coming back. And I hope they change their minds and bring it back because it really was awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, the bit oh, the three, we... the three little um, singers that were doing like all of the storytelling. They're in the background of all of the sing, uh, yep. the, the songs. Yeah, I can't remember what the they called them, the but sings. I know who you're talking Can about. you tell I'm tired? I said in the background of all of the sings instead of the songs. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I'm not. <laughs> um, those three women were awesome. Oh, yeah. They killed it. They did a great job. And I liked the energy they added to the story. Because, mm-hmm. like, we've discussed this. We both know that we like the Captain America, the first Captain America film. We also know that at times the pacing in that film can be a little bit, eh, it's a little bit boring. Just yes. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the the way they did the the Rogers musical, they sped through the bits that you would think are boring, and mm-hmm. they did it with spectacular music. So if you want to see the event of uh, Captain America: The First Avengers film and make it short, sweet, and snappy, go watch Rogers the musical. Go watch Rogers the musical. It's I keep telling people to go watch something that they can't watch anymore, or at Actually, least not live. Before, yeah, we, you can't watch it live anymore. I did do a little bit of research. There are several recordings available of it online, and most of them are decently high quality. However, none of them have officially been published by Disney or Disney Parks. So, um, ha- But they haven't been taken down by Disney either. So it is available to watch. Um, it's That's just nice. not from official sources. Yep. Um, they have two men play Captain America. Um, Which makes they've sense. got one play little Cap, one little Steve Rogers, and one plays bigger Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. And then towards and the end, great voices. Yeah, they were yeah. both. I they were both absolutely incredible. And then towards the end, you have older Captain America, who we see at the end of um, Avengers Endgame. Um, it comes comes and is played by the smaller Steve Rogers and With gray hair. Yes, <laughs> and I actually really appreciated that. I thought that was a really clever way to do that. Um, and both of those, uh, Steve Rogers were awesome. Um, yeah. the harmony was great. The way that the music was written was really fun. Like it was, some of it was kind of goofy, um, and cheesy, but never in like a cringy way. Yeah. Um, just enough to make you giggle, laugh and smile. Um, and like, just enjoy the storytelling. It, it was, it was so fun. Okay. Speaking of the music, there's one line in the entire musical stood out to me. Um, And there's, uh, this is like mega spoilers at this point. If you weren't paying attention to our early spoiler review thing (laughs) or whatever, spoilers now. So there's a song where old Steve comes to the past. He uses the little time stone and it was really cool the way they did that on stage. Um, But he comes to um technically what would be the present for us i guess yeah um but steve's present where um they just finished fighting thanos i think or they're about to fight thanos i can't remember which i don't remember one of those 
doesn't matter. But he comes back and he's talking to younger Steve and he's like trying to convince him that, hey, just because I'm here doesn't mean that your future is set in stone. Like you can, you can do things in different ways. And the way that he says it, I, I had to write it down. I thought it was so cool. He said, it seems like you're fighting all this writing on the wall that I'm not signing. And I just thought it was, it was great to, I I really like that line because it's, it's a callback to a biblical story of, um, let's see. So I don't have to explain all of this, but I will if you don't stop me. Um, <laughs> so Daniel from Daniel in the Lion's Den, he serves four kings over the course of his life. And the third king, I believe his name is Balthazar. He doesn't reign for very long, but um, his reign ends very abruptly when the fourth king, Darius, comes and conquers the area for King Cyrus. Um but the night that he comes, Daniel is there at this party with uh, Balthazar to, you know, tell him something that God wants him to know. And God starts writing on the wall and like proclaiming something that is going to happen that Balthazar has no control over. Like this is this is going to happen and you're just going to have to live with it. And that's what the writing on the wall thing is. Um but then the I'm not signing it, like I'm not I'm not tacking my name onto that. That can be whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Like, because typically when you sign something, you're saying, yes, this document is finished, approved, no more changes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's a random little tidbit from London about the musical. I love that. I hadn't connected it. I haven't I hadn't connected it to that Bible story, but I I will now, and I love that. You're welcome. Um, thank you. <laughs> um, but you talking about that reminds me of at the end of the musical, when Steve goes back to Peggy, we see that interaction. And I thought it was really cute that, and this isn't canon. You have to remember that this mm-hmm. show, this show in MCU canon was written by a fan who just kind of had theories as to how the Avengers timeline worked. So Aww, this isn't necessarily gotcha. exactly what happened. Um, but I love how they did it where it's he goes back to Peggy on a Saturday evening when he promised to take her dancing and she reveals that she's waited there every Saturday evening for the right partner, you know, quote unquote there. And uh, <laughs> I, I, it's so cute. And then we, we get that their reunion and that interaction at the end. And I've always thought that their, their love story is very simple, but it's very, very sweet. Just the idea of um, I have this longing for you. I'll wait for you. Um, and that very obvious um, connection that they have. And I, I feel like the musical did a, a good job of both making that like parts of it humorous as well as um honoring the uh the relationship that they had um so i i really appreciated the ending and how how that all worked out yeah it was sweet um oh we got to talk about the nick fury bit because his song (laughs) was i kid you not almost okay it wasn't exactly it stood on its own it was very separate from but reminded me immediately of what did i miss 
from <laughs> Hamilton. Yes. But it was like him singing it to Captain America. Like, this it is was all like, the stuff that you missed. The way that I remember it, at least, it's like if you took what did I miss from Hamilton and mixed it with we didn't start the fire. Oh, yes. 100%. Um, if you, like, put those two together, that's what Nick's Fury's song was. And I, I it just, and the, again, the actor who played him was incredible like so so good and i wish i had a name but they don't give you any kind of program or anything like that unfortunately but yeah just awesome it was very well done um shoot the only problem with our recording schedule is that we always record things when both of us are like dead tired and so (gasps) i'm trying to come up with like things to continue talking about because i really enjoyed this but it's also almost been a full month since we saw it. <laughs> it's been a little while. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I sh- maybe I should have like rewatched it or something. Um, the only thing I wrote down was the seems like you're not, um, seems like you're fighting all this writing on the wall. I'm not signing thing. See, and I didn't even write anything down. So here we are unprepared to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? That's sometimes what podcast episodes are. They're just people yeah. talking, you know, there are I feel podcasts like I've gotten there, enough material. You know. So yeah, far. we're good. We're um, there's like, there's only one more thing that I think I want to touch on, and that's the main song. I was going to call it the title song, but that's not it. Um, that and that's the "I Could Do This All Day" song, which is mm-hmm. the one that we see as the end credits scene from the Hawkeye mm-hmm. series. And that song is—it's funny because that song is absolutely ridiculous and cheesy, but it's also so entertaining. Oh yes. Like, it's, it's like tiptoes the line of being too cheesy, but it never crosses that line. Do you want to know what my favorite part of the musical is, or that particular sequence is? They just uh-huh. have Ant Man in the scene, and not but- a single person on stage acknowledges that Ant Man is there. <laughs> not one. They- if you guys have seen because- Hawkeye. He even acknowledges that. He's like, Hawkeye like, wasn't, he wasn't even he there. Was like, Ant-Man wasn't even there. Why is he on stage? <laughs> and the the funny thing is, I'm pretty sure the person who wrote this musical in, in the MCU canon or whatever, whoever wrote it, has read Scott Lang's biography and so knows <laughs> that he was technically there, but that nobody else knew he was. <laughs> And that's why Clint's like, he wasn't there. What are you talking about? And yet it's still like technically correct that Ant-Man was there at the battle. He just because of wasn't... the whole time yeah. travel thing in Endgame. And, but yeah. Clint was on freaking Vormir having the worst day of his life, losing his best friend. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, we took a turn there. Whoops. MCU. We we, we MCU. always come back to the trauma because as Anne said at D the other day, sometimes it's just fun. <laughs> sometimes the drama is just really fun, okay? <laughs> My character Ooh, isn't having any fun, but I am. <laughs> exactly. That's what's happening here. We fully <laughs> derailed the episode about Captain America to talking about D D because <sighs> I don't get enough of it. We had like what three and a half hours, maybe four, and it's still it, never enough. Yeah. 
It's never enough. Ever. It, it really isn't. Like, we're trying to do a full Critical Role episode of time, but we have the attention spans of two-year-old children. I think and everybody so, in that room has some level of ADHD, so you guys can probably oh, imagine yeah. how well we actually keep on track. Oh, man. Like, we'll randomly bring something up and then Rhiannon's off on a thing or London's off on a thing or Emma's off on a thing and oh man we brought something up and Nick just started like going off about something and we were like oh keep going this is interesting this this last Saturday we had a I think we really struggled getting a start but once we got started we stayed on track pretty well we did which doesn't often happen usually we start and we're able to get about a half hour in and then we struggle to focus at that point but yeah no this it Again, we've completely derailed our Rogers the Musical topic, but one hundred percent, we That's speak okay. mostly about D and D nowadays. That takes over a lot of our lives away oh, from yeah. school and work. So, Rhiannon came home from work today, and she walked up to me and she was like, "So, I just came up with the most amazing character idea, and I can't tell you because I want to use it in our next campaign." And I got physically angry. I was so mad. I was like, what I do you mean you can't it. tell me? I have... And then she went and told dad. <laughs> <laughs> I have a character idea I'm so excited for, but I need to get approval from whoever is going to DM our next campaign mm-hmm. campaign before I tell you. And then if we end and up doing the whole... And then I can create a character around it. If Well, if we end up doing like a best friends thing, which we've talked about, um, or cousins or something, if we end up doing something like that, then you can know all of it. And I'm so excited. Okay. But we Rhiannon's gotta wait think- to the point where I can get that yes. approved, and then you can know everything. <laughs> Rhiannon's thinking we should do cousins because she really just likes the idea of us doing the Lords of the Wing thing, saying cousin all the time. <laughs> and for those of you who don't cousin. know, that's a, that's a Dimension 20 uh, Court of Fae and Flowers reference right there. And if you're not watching anything Dimension 20, you're wasting your time on this earth. <laughs> and that Okay, that that's is not truth. completely true because they are not the cleanest group. And I know that a lot that, of that some of our listeners um, try to keep their uh, their media uh, decently family friendly. You can um, watch Fantasy High on YouTube and it's bleeped. There you go. Uh, we are we are going to Fanex in Salt Lake City this year, mm-hmm. and we are actually cosplaying some of the people from Fantasy High. I'm so, so excited! Oh my gosh! There's that. Like uh, there should be pictures up on our Instagram when 100%. from when we're there. Another cosplay item arrived today. I can't tell you what it is, but it completed an outfit, and I'm so excited. To show you. I love that you're to not the point me. That, that dad has said, I have to be there to see this. <laughs> so, <laughs> dad's gonna be there. We on- <laughs> are, we are so far off track. Oh, like, I, think this I is don't, the most I can't even see track. the track that we used to be on. What were we talking about? <laughs> I think this is the most off track we've ever gotten <laughs> in an Entertainment Mania podcast episode. But please know, I am so happy to share with you guys a little peek into our friendship because this is this just is, who we are. This is how we talk after we stop recording. This is the reason we made this podcast <laughs> because we just had so much fun talking to each other about these sorts of things. And then we were like, what if we just recorded it so that other people could hear it and, you know, 
have fun and geek out with us and, about you know, this we, as well. We, we sound kind of intelligent when we talk yeah. about stuff, so it might be <laughs> kind of. <laughs> we probably don't actually sound intelligent, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I, I feel like we sound intelligent when we use specifically these three words. Interesting, actually, and especially. Those three words. <laughs> because I... I need a counter, okay? Abby, Abby, I need you to go through all of our episodes and tell me how many times I say interesting and how many times Anne says especially. Okay? <laughs> because I need to know. This is this is some research that I feel like you could put on your resume and be like, hey, I did some research at some point. And then this. people will be like, wow, give her a job. <laughs> Well, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. If you stuck all the way through this mania of an episode, which mania should be in all capital letters right now. Um, thank you. Uh, really, check us. I, I promise our other episodes aren't quite this wild. <laughs> and if they should be this wild, please let us know because I guarantee you we can make them this wild. Oh, this um, was so easy to do. We could get off track so easily. In fact, I could cut all this out, but you know what? I won't because I really like us. <laughs> um, check us out on Instagram at Entertainment Mania Podcast. And we also have a Tumblr page. This is Entertainment Mania. Check out our other episodes if you want to. And we'll see you all later. Have a good night, guys. Bye.